Welcome to Papa's Library. I wonder what kind of a story we'll find today. Are you ready? Let's go into the library. But remember, you must be quiet. So come along, single file, walking with me. You see all the people here reading quietly. It's a beautiful, beautiful day in the library. The sun is shining in through the high, high skylight far above us, casting light shadows on the stacks and the rows of books high, high, high all around us. But today we're going to a very special room. It's a room of magical stories. I have no idea what we're going to find when we get there. But are you ready? Let's go in. Hmm, so many beautiful books in here. Books of every color, just from the binding you can see. You know what? I'm going to close my eyes. And I'm going to step towards the shelf. And let's see, here I am. Okay, I'm going to run my hands along the backs of the books until I find one that feels different than the others. And oh, here one is. It has a textured back. I'm going to pull it out. Let's see. Oh, it's beautifully bound. It has tooled leather. Oh, it's just fantastic. But there's no name on the cover. So I'm going to open it and see what it says inside. Oh, this is a very, very old volume. The paper is actually yellowed, even tinged with brown in places. It's very difficult to read. But, oh, here it is. What color is a cloud? A rhyming story. Well, are you ready? Let's begin. What color is a cloud? Do you know? Have you seen? They say clouds come in shades of gray, from white to black, and black to white, in shifting shades of coal and chalk. All these I have seen, of course, as you have seen them too. But once a wizard whispered in my ear, they come in colors, too, my dear. If you stop thinking black and white, they'll show you all their hues. Now we've all seen the sunset paint the clouds in wondrous colors, but the wizard meant the other times between the twilight hours so I tried my best to see the clouds as something else and other, but try I may, and try I might, the clouds stayed 
black and white. Well, the wizard's home is not far off, so I thought I'd pay a visit to seek his help to see the things he says are there to see. I stole away one autumn day, leaving hearth and home and homework. I ran across the grassy fields and slipped into the forest. Along the creek I found my way, deeper up the hillsides, until his hut among the trees my searching eye did spy. A single lighted window guided my approach. I know not where I found the heart to knock upon his door, but knock I did, and stirred within a dark and looming figure. He took me in and brewed me tea, then donned his cloak and turning said, Now, come with me. We walked a mile. The sky grew dim. The misty foothills closed us in. We walked on, walking ever higher. The mist, now thick as fog, our way obscured another hour. To his cloak my grip did cling, as if my way without was lost, and sure it was, or would have been, for in the darking mist I saw no thing. I cannot tell how many hours we walked thus ever higher, but stop we did, as light met dark, and path met wall or mountain. The wizard rapped upon the wall and gave a loud, long whistle. What happened next, you'll not believe, but I'll tell it as it happened. From out the mist or stone or wall, a gray-green shape appeared. The wizard leapt, or so it seemed, and I with him. The ground departed. We landed, sitting on the roof of some huge, slate-covered feature. Its tiles were wet and cold, but moved, as if a living creature. Then up we went, in thumpy thrusts, and through the soup did fly. Now clung I double-fast the wizard's cloak, for I'm afraid to fly. But up we went, my fear or not, and soon the mist grew thin. Then what I saw, you've surely guessed, a dragon we were riding. The wizard held a steady hand upon the dragon's mane. The dragon turned and looked at us and gave a smiley wink. Her kind eye eased my fear a bit, but just a bit, I fear. We flew on up above the mists, through mountain peaks arising, then flew on, on above the peaks, beyond the misty mountains. We flew from where the rivers run, past fields and farms and gardens. We flew to heights unknown to men, though home to wizards and to dragons. 
and there below us did appear small clouds of pink and yellow, each cloud a subtle prism changing hue from pink to red and purple tinged with blue. The clouds spread out below us far and wide, a field of wild flowers growing in the sky, the colors ever-changing, ever-dancing, ever-new, captured me in rapture, mesmerized my eyes. The wizard not a word did say, but turned the dragon round. He knew I'd seen enough that day, so homeward we were bound. We flew back through the misty peaks, and in the fog touched down. I could not see again a thing, but there we stood on ground. The dragon disappeared the way he had appeared before. The wizard did not say a thing, but turned and started walking. I clung again tight to his cloak, as I'd clung tight all that day. Then we walked, and walked, and walked, and walked, though I could not say where. But finally, as day's light waned, the wizard's homely home appeared. We parted at the wizard's door. He bade me not to stay. The wizard knew I knew the way, and as we parted he did say... You've seen the clouds now as they are, and so they are for always. They take their colors from the sun. The sun gives colors always. The clouds are fishers of the colors of the sun, as men are fishers of the sea. When you look into the clouds, don't look for black and white. Look into clouds for what they are. You'll see all clouds are full of color always. And so ends our story. And so ends our trip to the library for today. Take care. I hope you enjoyed our story. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.